right, well, here we are, live again, from Music City, USA, aka Nashville, Tennessee. This is the All Ada Podcast with Sebastian Starr, and um, this is a special Valentine's Day edition. I'm calling it Lovers and Friends, because we are joined by both lovers and friends all at the same time. Uh, Once again, Kaylee, Janisha, and then, of course, Harry. You always say Harry or fucking Asia. Yeah, I always say Asia because I don't like using your government name. But I digress. We are discussing, um, and this is actually your idea, so why don't you tell us what we're discussing today? So basically, it's just a discussion about what songs, not 100% completely, but has characteristics of your relationship. Okay. I I said songs that either remind you of your significant other or you dedicate to your significant other. But I think that's a better explanation. So... Would you like to go first? All right, so I guess we're going to basically explain which songs they are. We're going to go in a circle, do that real quick, or do we have to, or I have to explain all three songs right now? You don't have to know. Start with one, and then we can double back and do the other two if that's what you want to do. All right, so my first one I'm going to start off with is the best example of our relationship. It's uh, LMA and John Legend, uh, everything, because it's more like I'm sorry. I will notice when your hair grows, and you have to tell me. I might not acknowledge it, but I notice. I notice when you change up and put makeup on because I, I am more prone to the natural beauty, but. I see when you put a little bit more effort in. I notice when you're upset, or you notice when I'm upset. You know how I'm feeling. You don't have, you, it's not even you make me upset. It's just people that do stuff. I don't always show it, but when I do, I'm verbal. And when I'm not verbal, it's something that really got under me. Um, it's just a connection between two people that can notice like body language, like the way you talk, the you pronounce things differently when you are upset or happy or sad. So it's just observation and paying attention to the one that you are with. Do you have any lyrics from that song that specifically stand out to you? Honestly, the only thing that I, it stands out to me is just the the part where John Lennon. John Lennon. I mean John John Legend. <laughs> John Legend say when it's I say I'm fine, but I'm really not. You ask me I'm okay. I, it's not quoting him. He's just saying you ask me if I'm okay. I say yeah and put a fake smile on, but you know I'm not. He said that in the song for real. Yes. You're not exactly. You're paraphrasing. Yeah. Okay. That okay. I like that. that, that and I'm very, I'm very flattered. That's so cute. Okay. Since you want to be fucking funny. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> let's, let's move on to the other side of the room real quick. Kayla, Janisha, I love one of y'all because I know we're talking about it for a minute. Um, we can go next. Just that song. That and then your 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 choice is extremely. It's adorable. 
like we were listening to before. We listened to it before y'all got back from the grocery store, but it is. I gotta pull the lyrics back up. Okay, but I remember what it says. Okay. but I'm gonna read it. Yeah, you quoted the one line that she was like. That's that it. really got me. Yeah. Yeah. Um. While you're looking is, up the lyrics, do you mind just telling us what the song is? It is. Yeah. Um. Um. J.P. Cooper, the only reason I forgot the name of the song for a second. And J.P. Um, Cooper looks like he like dreadhead Jesus. Yeah, a little like, bit, but he's J.P. Cooper, the dude who sings this song. He looks like he could potentially be a white man or a very light skin, maybe like a fourth black. He got to touch the tar brush. Just <laughs> the tar brush. But yes, um. This song I heard, I was I was telling you earlier about, I heard this when I was with my ex. And I was like, how can somebody possibly feel like this about someone until I met my wife? And then I was like, okay, that makes sense. <laughs> no, we're not in this shit. <laughs> I'm sorry. Okay. So Anyway. Anyway. But um, there is one line in the song. Where did it go? Basically, it says, um, the only reason God gave me hands was to hold you. And he finally tuned the drums of my ears just to hear your voice. Hold your hands down. Can't nobody see you, so I don't know why you cover your face up. I mean, that's beautiful, first of all. What was the last part? He finally tuned the drums of my ears just to hear your voice. That's, that, that, I I feel that, that right there is more of a, it, it, it doesn't matter where it's coming from. It doesn't matter what context it went in it's a smile every time i first hear it Mm -hmm. for the first part of my day if i haven't seen you in a while that right there is that's deep as fuck yeah when i heard i was like damn okay jp cooper it's like a little white man with the dreads come on when you think about that on a metaphoric level he tuned the drums in my ears just so i can hear your voice like that's so it just hits you. It's in there. Like, that's, that's such a like deep it thing makes to say. you. It makes you really sit down and think about how deep of a connection you have to have with somebody. Yes. To Absolutely. to resonate with that. Absolutely. Which is why I was pissed because I was like, "Damn, this nigga ain't shit," and I'm sitting here singing this song out my but heart. You know what? And, and here's and my worked. thing. I'm a huge believer of like components of the universe coming together as they should. Uh-huh. Tips fall where they may. Type situation. You were introduced to that song by your ex for a reason. Yeah, because, you know, not long after that. <laughs> not the chuckle. What a goofball. Anyway. That's, that's my wife. But, um, <laughs> but no, like, listening to that song afterwards, like, after getting out of that relationship, going through the things that I went through and meeting Janisha was literally, like, basically, in a way, you over here awkwardly <laughs> said it was it's is in a way it's like kind of hard to explain. Yeah. It's hard to explain kind of Oh my god. Let her finish talking, you inconsiderate person. It's not our fault, it's time for a shower. That's exactly what it is. Anyway, there, there you, you were you were saying I'm I'm gonna just sit there right there just in case you can't your mind. But um it's one of those things that it, it really genuinely made me think, and it's kinda of like what Harry said in terms of like us explain we have full conversations without even speaking to each other we can literally look at each other and just have a full-blown conversation 
we created our own method of talking to each other when the, one of us is upset or frustrated or has got something going on mentally. Like, we are able to communicate with each other in a way that I've literally never seen anybody else in my entire life communicate. Which is weird being a part of this relationship because it is, it's, it's weird. It, it's like breaking the whole, like, arguing and yelling all the time. Is it weird and, because and not you're not used to it or is it weird because... Kind of, kind of not used to it, but also just being the first people, some of the first people that we know that are able to have a relationship that is truly genuine and we actually do want to be together. It's not together out of obligation or not together like I secretly can't stand you, but I'm staying just because type of thing is that that type of relationship died off in the 90s, though. Like, I know, I mean, I hope they did. I don't be surprised with money, (laughs) okay? Fair enough, fair enough. But basically, all all of that to say, the song, (laughs) basically, I'm sorry, when you said that, it it may be a a future song. Not future. Anybody but future. (laughs) That's the last nigga we need to be talking about. Something about pulling out of money. And made a bitch so gay. What? He mean he wanted to do her and her friends. Oh, jeez. Oh, because he offered a lot of money. Nah, is... just, she just saw it. And it made the bitch so gay. That's This is why I can't get jiggy with this nigga picture. That's I'm sorry. I didn't mean to shit. change the subject. But this nigga, this is the last thing we're talking about for a Valentine's Day episode. Because that nigga, that one song that I heard just sealed the deal as to why I can't get jiggy with this nigga. Song, yeah. I can't remember what it was called. I'm paraphrasing it very, very terribly. But he was basically saying how he hates uh, Valentine's Day that's because that's he has the worst thing. Got too many to do, please. Yeah, yeah, that's my that song. is no, 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 <laughs> no. Like, oh, yeah, no, that song is horrible for so many different reasons. But the main one being, you have like six to eight women to cater to, and that's why you're frustrated. Stop fucking around with six to eight different women. <laughs> no, he did. Right, man. This, this is why y'all Worst don't like him. Me and Tasha are like right. At this point. At, but anyway. at this point. Anyway, Janisha. <laughs> there, well, there's one more part. Okay, yeah, go ahead. I'm uh, sorry. There's, there's another part, basically, that talks about, we. Sh- he says, we shared our dreams, endeavors, and many things we never could tell us all before. Oh, my God. And this, this is a really good song. That's if you so, look at the lyrics. That's so poetic. It really is. But that's why when I heard it, I was like, okay, then. But basically, listening to this song, it really does remind me of our relationship, just because... The very first night we met, we talked for eight hours straight. I've never talked to somebody for eight hours straight before in my entire life. We've talked, we've stayed up and talked until four o'clock in the morning and have talked. Do you mind really briefly just going into how y'all met so I can just so I can know because I don't think I've ever asked this question. I just remembered that. Is that a hiccup or a laugh? Huh? Well, it wasn't going on the internet, so well, anyway, we'll find out sooner or later. But, right. but we met on Valentine's Day, actually. So yeah. cute! We met on Valentine's Day. Oh was my it god. Two years, three? Can we talk about the day before, ago. real quick? <laughs> the day before we met, I was. We we both basically gave up on love. We both basically declared we were going to be single, a, rich aunties, and just this is going to be it. I had a two hour conversation with each person I talked to. That was with Henry, my sister, my mom. And I'm going to briefly tell you, the last thing I've ever told my grandma is that I'm a pimp. And that was 
at the day of my sister's wedding because she always had this thing of like going to people and kind of prophesying over their life. Prophesy. So she she went to yeah. to like a friend of ours the day she got engaged. She was like, "You're going to get married. Are you going to invite me?" And and she wasn't engaged yet. She was like, "Uh, yeah, I, I will." That day she got engaged. She went to my sister and said, "You're next." My sister wasn't even dating. She my sister ended up getting married. And the day of her wedding, I tried to hide from my grandma much as I could, she ended up finding me and saying that I'm next. And I told my grandma, I'm a pimp. Like, I don't know what you mean by that. So your grandma's psychic is what you're telling me. Basically. Basically. And I, I, of course, was not in a relationship or anything. I was kind of talking to this guy. I broke up with him after two months. Because I was like, I can't. I, this not, this doesn't feel like love. Like, you laughing so hard. <laughs> when she broke up with him on their two month anniversary, he was like, "Oh, happy anniversary." She's like, mm, "This ain't working out." <laughs> it didn't feel like love. It felt like an obligation. If, if I didn't yeah. give him this, he wouldn't give me the love that I asked for, and he didn't. So, what was the purpose for me? If he hear this, my bad. Bro. Don't say his name out loud. We're gonna blank. He know who he is. He know who he is. Damn. But the day, but the day before we we uh, met, I basically told Henry a whole list of people. You know what? I'm good on love. Like I'm officially good. Like to the point that I I just don't want it. I don't like want it at all. I, Not I like going searching it. for it. Anymore. So it's like I just want to be a rich auntie that that you know da 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 da. I told my mom I'm like you're never gonna get a grandkid out of me. Mm-hmm. I, I swear to God, you're just gonna. Have me. <laughs> you gonna take me? You know what's wild is I had kind of the same mentality when I met him. Like mm-hmm. I was just over it. I was like, man. Yeah. I feel like know, that's I'm the good. point. Like, I feel like that's the point that you have to reach to truly find that person is being at peace with being just being okay. And I hadn't, I had not gotten to that point for it had been literal years, mind you. So by this point, I was just like, if it, I'm over it. Like. It is what it is. That's the universe pushing you to be comfortable with being content with being alone. Basically, yeah. And then they just drop a nigga into your no, line of sight. It's ironic because we... It's not fucked up. Because it's, it's weird how the day before we were telling every... Well, I was personally no, telling I, I told a couple It was people. weird that we both were doing it, though. But I was personally telling everybody, da, 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 but the next day I ended up on Bumble where we met. But I was only trying to be a hoe. That was my only intention. Me too. I it's, just it's, wanted to hold. Okay, her. I'm sorry. It's Can I ask it. like mm-hmm. a very personal question? So what would you two consider your sexual orientations? Because I was under the impression that both of y'all just strictly uh, drink white wine, if you will. Um, so I, I'm confused now, but I don't like asking these questions because it's really none of my business. But and you don't have to answer. I'm just curious. From my personal experience, I was straight and and told my entire life that if you're gay, you're going to hell. If you have sex before marriage, you're going to hell. That that was how I was raised. Good lord. I potentially had a crush on one of my friends when I was in like third grade. Didn't know what the fuck was going on, and I was like, Do I like you? Do I like like you? Nah, I like you. Never thought about it again. Never brought it up again. I thought girls were just. I was like, Oh, she's not. She looks pretty. I thought it was just a very heavy appreciation <laughs> for women until I got on TikTok and I found by TikTok and I was like, damn, that looked kind of nice. I think I'm bi. Left my boyfriend. And I was like, nope, I'm gay. Yep. 
I could be bi. Yeah, nope, that, I'm gay. So that, that, that really I had the process. Yeah, it, it, that makes sense. Yeah, like, and uh, our our daughter was on. She helped me a little bit with that journey. Not like in that way, but like in. Uh, I wasn't gonna imply that. No, she. We talked. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> we, I've known her since she was fourteen, and she was going through her own struggle and trying to figure out who she liked and who she didn't, and what she, you know, that type of thing. And I was going through my own struggle, and I was like, "Hey, we can deal with this together. We can try to figure it out. Like, you know, we can talk about it. You have okay. support, like." If you need to talk about it, because I know you can't talk to your family and I don't have anybody to talk to about it. Like, you're not alone in this type of being confused and trying to figure right, this shit right, out type right, of thing. Right, 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 I had to explain myself. Thank you so, for clarifying that, because that was much appreciated. I'm not weird. So You're not weird. Even though I have, never you're, mind. You're, anyway. I'm lying. You're a little weird. But I know. It's okay. I know. Um, That's why the tattoo is there. It's okay. You want the phone? You're talking about this? Oh. What are you reaching for? Just keep going, right? Okay. Anyway. Okay. And again, you don't have to answer that question if you don't want to. It was just my personal curiosity because I was. I could. I could answer the question to you, but for. Okay. We don't. Okay. We talk about it later. We talk about it later because I just and and keep in mind nobody knows what you look like and you can use a fake name if you want to. Um. For future reference. I can. You can. I can. Yeah. You just say one of my most famous aliases is HJ. That's not an alias, it's a nickname. It's my most infamous, no, famous alias. It's an alias. An alias is okay. So what 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 would you call yourself then? Mr. Bob. Mr. Bob. I can call um, you Mr. Bob. Don't call me fucking They already know, man. Help. my real name has been said on the podcast plenty of times before. It's okay. That's not the point. I got a I got an internet persona that I'm trying to maintain, man. Okay. Anyway, we don't have to talk about that right now if you don't want to. Uh, all I can say is that I, I grew up in the Christian family, religious church. Religious. And the last thing I wanted in my life for my spirituality was to one day be married to a woman, but it happened because I'm Christian. That's so cute. And since we're on the subject of love, why don't you tell us about the song that you would dedicate to your well, magnificent wife here? Just want to start out by saying this drink. You whispered. You are whispering. You just speak up just a little bit. Uh, they in my voice. All right. Uh, I have a couple of songs. Uh, you know, I want to start out. Want to start out by by <laughs> saying that uh, one song that I want to say is Etta James. At not, last. Not Etta James. I have to pull At Last by Etta James. Because it was it was kind of like, I don't know. Have you ever like went through your life and scenarios of your life and it's kind of like, I want to say in the sense of a music video, but like a song pops, pops in your head. All the time. Once like something like fresh or new shows up in your life. Or you like going through work and you have like a song in your head that kind of gives uh, meaning to that. Oh my God. <laughs> So, so, you know, <laughs> during the past, in, in terms of love, it, it was always songs that was, like, too, like, out of the ordinary, kind of like, oh, shit, this and that, but not, like, genuinely, like, love songs. And I saw this, this African-American right here, you know, we're still getting a 23 and me, so I'm a clarify that one day. This African American here, I, I looked into her eyes and I was like, at last, my guy. I was like, damn. Well, she's so, not a guy, that's the point, but um, I get it. 
I totally um, get it. It makes sense. Basically, that as well as Unforgettable by Nat King. Cole. You have a very old soul. Yeah. I do. Because the Nat King Cole was one thing, but you said Eddie James. Oh, yeah. Eddie James. That's like, one of our favorite songs. Mm-hmm. And I feel like people wouldn't even know that that song existed if it wasn't for Cadillac Records that came out in what, 2000? 2000, whatever that was. Yeah, I want to say 12, but I could be completely wrong. But when, when Harry introduced that question, I couldn't think of any modern day songs. Like, all I could think of is like us old with a long sock song and, and dancing in front of the porch with a record playing. Basically, you got to play with the big horn on it too. Yeah, we want to get one of those. We really want to get one of those. Why? Just to have, you know. It's beautiful. It is, it's but just a nice piece. Just of to art. have, but it's art, all right, because you can't. The music that would come out of it would sound like shit. But the only yeah. modern day song that I can think of that we would have is "Full for You" by Snow Allegra. You want to say Cee Lo Green? Actually went through like shit, like with crack was popping all that shit. Not crack when popping. They were singing about heartbreak. They sung about heartbreak. They're like, nigga, I'll break into your house and set it on fire and kill your dog. But okay, kiss you okay, and well, you're not and wrong. Like that, like, yeah. But also well, in that time period, a lot of these relationships were like forced upon, whether it was like arranged marriages through family associates or. You with him because you need the financial security. Exactly, you need the yeah. foundation the of a home. You you got a kid with him, so you got to get married. Like, you were forced to almost be married back then. The songs that represent that, it represent that kind of secret love. Like, that one love that you genuinely love. Not the, the love that they forced you to be with. in. Yeah. It yeah. represented the love that they, they always wanted, that always had. So As a matter of fact, now that I think about it, in Cadillac Records, the songs... Whenever Etta James would sing these songs, she'd always sing to the producer, the dad guy who managed her, mm-hmm. even though he was married and had a whole family. Yeah. Like, she was, that's who she would sing. It's yeah. the true love idea of, like, the person who I'm, who I really want to be with, the person yeah. that I really feel these feelings for, not the person I mean, that I'm supposed to show this music, for. You don't want to paint a picture for something you waste your time. Basically, even though for the rest of the world, it's probably how it's perceived as oh, this perfect relationship. And I don't want to use Kevin Gates as an example, but I'm gonna use Kevin Gates as an example because last year, and again, this is a conspiracy theory that I have. Last year, he came out with a couple of songs, and people were um, under the impression he was talking shit about his wife in a lot of them. Now, I'm looking at it like I don't know how many songs it was, but it was it was talked about for a couple of months. I'm looking at it like I thought they had an open relationship. I thought that they was cool with messing around with different people and stuff. That's how it well, always been perceived. Like this. Okay, you got the stats. Go ahead. So, I, don't, I don't know for real. I really don't. Either car I don't. So Percy Priest, one of his artists that he used to fuck with, tried to fuck with Drake. And he put it in a song. Drake is his wife, by oh, the way. Thank you. Okay. <laughs> Booby Black, who was the one who actually did fuck Drake up. I heard about that. He told me about it, actually. He told me. So. And that's what happened with all this. So, that happens. He's seen on Instagram maybe a week or so later with some random ass 23-year-old model chick lady. I don't know who this is. I'm thinking, okay, so did maybe they like posted it. Or was he like posted it. And then the shade room reposted. You know, shade room is the shade room. They always post something. Um, and I'm looking at it, like, okay, so they whatever their relationship is, what it is. 
Tell me why the end of last year, the beginning of this year, the two of them seen at a New Year's Eve party, him and his wife. The whole breakfast, at a U, breakfast song that came out this year. He got a song called Breakfast, which is, if you can imagine, <laughs> uh, a very sexually explicit song. I was about, about to say, I, I can imagine. And she's in the video with him. Wait, and, his wife is in the video? Yes. And so I'm sitting there confused as hell because now I don't know what's going on no more. So they're not divorced. I don't know. <laughs> and then I was watching... An interview he just did recently, like not even a month ago, talking about his relationship, talking about his love life, talking about his sex life, talking about his spiritual healing journey and all of this shit that he's, you know, doing for himself to better himself. And it's just like, you sound like you know what you're talking about. So why the fuck am I still confused? Like, I don't know. And this is part of the reason why I don't even pay attention to celebrity relationships no more because I felt like that was a publicity stunt. Because right before... Right after that scandal, quote unquote, his newest album dropped like two weeks later, and then his tour started a week after that. So oh, yeah. I'm looking at it like a publicity stunt. Like he's and he say he ain't really about social media and shit. I mean, but you have to be if you you're a music celebrity, album. bro. You you all social media. If you're going you on be tour not, and releasing an album, you have to be to an extent. I would love to talk to you about. Okay. And if anybody is listening, I want y'all to to see to answer if y'all would want to hear about this. I want to know why is consequence the value and the beginning of someone's rehabilitation. Like every time they get I'm caught like and this. the consequence of it, so it ends up them having to have that not, spiritual journey and change their life. It's not the consequence. It's more of what's, what am I building off this? See, I had a lot of consequences. I had a lot of repercussions and I had a lot of risks. The more of a risk that you take, the more you get off of. The more of a risk that you take with a person or with a mission or with a liquor or anything, it'll be something that you'll be getting something out of that. It's, it's something coming to you, whether it be good or bad, you don't know. It, it takes you on different journeys. And I put it like, so while I had a song on Matrimony, I uh-huh. played the intro. Uh-huh. And I don't know if it's Jerry Seinfeld. Jerry Seinfeld talking about being on a roller coaster. Like yeah, it, it, he said it's yeah. a growth. If you, if you go on a journey and you grow and you grow better at being bad, then you're gonna grow in that. But if you go on a journey and you do something bad and you fuck up and you get better at being good, that's just a journey that you take. Yeah. It's just wherever it takes you and where it leads you to. Is a journey that you're going to have to go with yourself. There's nobody else with there with you. I would answer that question. Like some people, not all people, because some people can be motivated by seeing the end goal and just doing anything to get there. But some people have to be, have to deal with their consequences in order to get better. Like, you're not going to learn yourself. until you hurt yourself type shit. You got to see yeah. it for yourself type of thing. And that's, that's kind of how I was to an extent in terms of like listening to people and taking advice. Like I give. Great advice. But you barely Do I take it? it. Fuck no. So, you know, it's one of those things that that you, some people just have to figure it out for themselves. And and it's just one of those things that once you hit that, once you hit that point, you, you look back at yourself and it's just like, okay, I can either keep going the way that I'm going or I can figure something, something different out and, and take a different route in this. And it just depends on what you want to do. And then for some people that's the only way they can learn too. It's like, I gotta go through it myself in order to see 
what I'm really sacrificing, giving up, or losing, and then I can grow from that. And then by then, for some people, depending on the circumstances, it'll be too late because you can fuck around a good relationship or job opportunities, etc. If you fuck it up, and so. but that's the thing. It's just like I said. That's the risk that you're willing to take. It's it's more of a, if you fuck up on a relationship, you get another relationship the same way, the same beginning. You gonna keep doing the same thing, and maybe this one is just gonna accept it. You know, so you get better with being bad. Or maybe this one's just going to push you to the limit where you found what you want to be with. I mean, it's... So on the topic of relationships, what would the new relationship have to have in order for you to significantly change your behavior so you don't risk the consequence of fucking up that relationship? Well, the fuck you like? I don't know. It depends on... Then we saw you were doing great. And then you just dropped the ball. Like, okay. <laughs> that was very prolific. And then I asked you another prolific-ass I mean, question. And you but just... that's the thing, though. That's what I'm saying. For different people, it's different things. So what was it for you? What was it for me? Yes. Um, honestly, I saw a way out of where I used to be. I don't understand what you, what you mean when you say that. It's... It's more of I could have still been in the streets with it or I could have just actually did what I did. Like, actually sit down and bulk down with it and not do, not, and I, I can't even say I don't fuck with my niggas. I still fuck with them I, all the time. I see them. It's just, am I going to spend time doing the same shit that I used to do? But you were already starting to change before I even met you in that regard anyway. But that's the thing. I ain't say what I did before you. It's just the shit that I used to do. It, it sounds pretty bad either way it goes. But, right. Um, that's what I'm saying. It was, it was, you, to put it bluntly, you had a very rough upbringing. But that's okay. Because you, you're such a stronger individual after the fact. I would love a squig of that in that glass. Um... I guess it's my turn now uh, to bring the song up because I don't know how the hell we got here, but here we are. Oh, um, I was going to say, I have an answer too. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. I want to hear it. In terms of like changing to keep your relationship, that was what you said? Yeah. Like what would the new relationship have to offer for you to change so you don't, I know, so you don't suffer the consequences of losing that potential relationship? I personally had to go through that myself in terms of our relationship because I've apologized hundreds of times for being an asshole to you because I can and have been an asshole in terms of being so stuck in like that previous mindset of like the shit that I've been through in the past and like the trauma from you know childhood trauma and relationship trauma and just life shit in general and having it in your mind that okay I'm like like the song like I said like it's like oh it's like I'm finally in this relationship where I can understand what this song is about but at the same time being so terrified that either I'm gonna fuck it up or something's gonna come along and fuck it up so I'm at sometimes self-sabotaging the relationship at sometimes like freaking out thinking like is this it like did I find what it is that I've been searching for this whole time type of thing like and just, you, you know, whatever. Huh? My bad. You know, the crazy realization is that it's always been places that you ain't never been. It's always been places that you ain't never. I mean, it's always been in like different situations that you ain't never been in. Like, 
you always were chasing this, and you think that's like the best route for you to go. And then you figure out something else. Exactly. And it's something totally, it's basically, like I said, like it's something totally different. Like my whole life, I dated guys. I never in my life thought that I would be married to a woman. Is she the first woman you dated? Yes. Very first. Seriously? Uh-huh. We moved in together after, <laughs> no. <laughs> Don't laugh. It's funny, because we moved in together after not even a year. Like, oh, no, no, no it was a little bit. It was just over. under a year that no, we moved in. It was over a year. No, we tried, tried like under a year of us getting together. But that was three months. I'm talking about we we moved in with each other. It was. I think it was like a year. No, it was it was within a month. Yeah. Okay, us. now that was that's yeah. no. That no, was, when you when when people say you haul lesbians, like, if you look it up, it's a thing. You haul lesbians. It's a thing. No, 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 it's a no, thing. We we had. We had circumstances, we had circumstances that caused that it. Literally couldn't help but had us move, move in together. together. So universe, we we didn't we didn't move in together with the like when we first started talking. I'm sorry, you were about to go. Uh, I was about to say what you were about to say. <laughs> anyway, when we first started talking, it was more so of like a we were looking for hoes, but it turned into something, and we weren't expecting to be in a relationship, but it turned into us actually realizing that we were what we were looking for pretty much after that eight hour conversation that we had that first night of thinking that of it was just moving in together in the time frame we did she we were talking and stuff and she was like yeah i need to find a place i was like oh good luck on your search you got this and i'm a the whole time she needed a place to stay i, I needed like, a place I, to I, stay I'm, I'm a yeah, I just said, fuck it. And you, yeah i was like it's too quick. I was it's thinking that I was like, okay, well, maybe, maybe we can be maybe like roommates. roommates. <laughs> <laughs> but she was, yeah, when I tell you, she literally texted me back oh and was God, like, she texted me back and was like, good luck. Those, those, those are, are mine. theirs. Those are mine. Oh. Yes. Oh my God. But <laughs> she was all like, yeah, maybe we could be roommates. And I was like, I insinuated it trying to see if she would pick up what I was putting down. And she was like, good luck in your search. We're, you're going to find your place. I'm going to find mine. I was like, well, damn, that's the end of that. I remember literally telling my roommate, I was like, well, this girl that I just started talking to, she lives in Nashville and maybe we can live together. It's going to be great. And and she was like, yeah, like all hyping it up or whatever. Long story short, shit happened. Shit happened. I ended up coming down to Nashville for a weekend. Yeah, you just came. I came for one weekend because I was like, I need to get out of Memphis. Like I can't. I came for one weekend and literally what, two weeks? After that, I came back and didn't leave. I went back and grabbed some and stuff. And I'm not trying to dive too deep into y'all's. And I never ask these questions no, because I don't. Like my best friend is by, and I've never even asked her this. So, how did you know that she was it if you ain't never dated no female before? Don't do that. I'm business. <laughs> I'm. It it's was, invasive as hell and I apologize. No, it's I'm okay. just like we I, talk about it all the time. Okay. But it, it's one of those things that like for us, it was kinda like you said, like the universe, like everything falling into place. Yeah. I had nobody else to swipe on whatsoever. Like there's very limited people in Memphis to swipe on. I believe it. The, all the people was gone. Like literally everybody. <laughs> all the people. Literally your profile showed up and I was like, I stopped swiping at you. Damn, that Y'all makes me so like fucking asshole. cute. Thank you. Anyway, but I swiped. I read. I read your bio. I swiped, and I was like, okay. We started our conversation, and it was the first conversation that I'd had in a very long time where it was a natural flow of conversation. Like those full eight hours, it did not stop. Like there was no like lull in the conversation. There no was no like awkward. Answer. Like 
Whenever we asked, what you doing? When we asked what you doing, it had literally been three hours, so we were able to actually ask that question again. Like it literally consistently just kept up, and it it stayed that way until we met in person. What a week later, we hung out for some hours. I took you back home. Mind you, it was a giant snowstorm, so I was freaking the hell out the whole fucking time. Because I was supposed to leave the day after we met. I was supposed to go back to Nashville, but it just—it was kept a giant snowing. snowstorm. She wasn't even supposed to be. Yeah, that's the—that's the universe. All of what y'all saying sounds like the universe is just forcing these two yeah. pieces so like, together. No, I want to be straight with. No, but every—it it it felt like out. everything that would would normal people would like easily cut off and be like, oh no, it just it just kept getting signed. Everything, like even down to when I came down. For that weekend that I came down for those two days, I had a Lyft driver. What was his name? Remember? Was it Frank? Frank. It was Frank. You Lyft drove from Nashville to Memphis. No, 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 no. no. I took the Greyhound. I took the Greyhound and I got a Lyft from the Greyhound station to your then apartment. Mm -hmm. The Lyft driver I had, his name was Frank. I I bought some flowers at the store, shoved them in my backpack, like had them the whole way there. And I was like, oh shit, I had a letter I was going to write you, but I didn't finish it. So I asked Frank, I was like, hey, can you just like pull over for a second? Like we pulled up at the apartment. I finished my letter, whatever, got out. Took the letter in, gave you the flowers, all of this that we went on a date. I think it was the next day, the next night. Mm -hmm. We walked around downtown. We were downtown for some hours. We were downtown for at least four or five hours. Never been that fun. No, <laughs> never had the weed. Had the weed dispensary <laughs> truck down there that I cannot find again. Cannot find this man oh, anywhere. Oh, they got arrested. I think they were trying to wear weed. It might have been him. That was, shit was, was strong. strong he, gave shit. Us he had jaws of it too. Mm, but anyway, we had uh, right next to uh, the one that got the three levels. Yeah, like right beside like, the hot dog truck. Mm-hmm. Yep, yeah. that was yeah. That was but, dude. Well, that shit was strong. You knew exactly who they were talking about. Anyway, <laughs> anyway, he had business cards too. Yeah, we lost it. But anyway, we we walked around down there for a while and all of that. We ended up finding some random bar to go in and we got drinks and we ate some food. We caught a lift to go back and it was Frank, the guy who had dropped me off at her apartment. And I told him all about, I was like, oh yeah, I met this girl, like we're meeting up and like all this stuff. Because he also wanted to He update. wanted an update. So we actually, he got to see the finalization of what had happened. Like this is literally a full 24 hours later. Like he had no idea. Total stranger. Literally. Like out of fucking nowhere on a whole different side of town. From everything. So he ended up taking us back to the apartment. So we got to actually talk to him. And he got to see like the start literally of me writing the letter to give to the person to see us going on our date with the person I had been talking about. I, if I was over, I would have wrote that in a book somewhere. I'm, I'm writing one. I'm okay. in the process of it. But we, we just had a lot of coincidences. After that. thing. If it's that consistent, it ain't no coincidence. No, we, we knew that it was signs. I'm, I'm the youngest of eight. She's the youngest of eight. Yeah. Uh. We, we both have dark skinned dads and light skinned mothers. That's, okay. that's, that's accurate, <laughs> but that's really random. But we had a lot of signs. No, your mom is not light skinned as hell, first of all. She's like regular light skinned. She's not even light skinned. She's like, <laughs> she's like milk chocolate. She's like maybe, she's like maybe half a shade lighter than you. She's lighter than us. She's, like, yeah. <laughs> she's, like, she's, she's really not. She's really not. But no, anyway, my mom. My mom is right as fuck. Anyway, that's not the point. We all of that to say. We had a lot of coincidences and 
a lot of reasons why we both were fighting, and but we both were self uh, sabotaging about our relationship. But every time it felt like God was like pushing us together, like we're going it, do it, y'all. Y'all should just get together, just figure it just out. And then we basically one of us would do something, and the other would be like, "Bro, what the fuck?" And, and then I one of us would had, do something, and the other one was like, "What the fuck?" I never had the chance to communicate to someone like I did. I used to literally have dreams of. My teeth falling out of my mouth. Oh, no. I was scared to talk to anybody, even my own mother. I literally cannot talk to anybody. I've been so introverted. But with her, I can literally just talk to her. That's hours, fucking adorable. Hours, hours. That's yeah. so cute. That's weird because I just thought of another song. Day. Oh my God. Okay, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Our, our first day downtown, we didn't go bar hopping. We actually just walked around and talked. That's and what we did. We sat in front of the Panera. Which is right next to the Batman building, I think. And my son, the only reason I know where it was, because my sisters worked there. Um, and we just sat right there. And it was like, at that point, I was like, we already been talking for like three, four days. I like shit. It was a couple of weeks. It was a couple of weeks? It was a couple of weeks. <laughs> okay. Were you nervous? I, I mean, I really wasn't. It was just like, man, we've been talking for a couple of weeks. And I don't know if you feeling what I'm feeling, but <laughs> fuck, I ain't look. I, I didn't say that, but it was like, look, you you say you don't want to be in a relationship, but you ain't, you ain't spent the day without me. That's a really good point. So just a little bit of a little bit of background, a little bit of background into how we started. Um, I don't know if I told y'all how we first met, but we met at the Gyro place right next to the AutoZone on Galaxy Road where he used to work at. Uh, coincidentally, by chance, and like like y'all, I was pretty much done with relationships. I was like, fuck it. It is what it is. I can spend the rest of my life alone. I'm, I'm cool off that. It don't even matter. Literally, my whole mindset. Um, and I, for those first couple of weeks we were talking, I didn't even think he liked me for real. Because he never pursued me the way that most men would. Yeah. Like, no sexual advances, no flirtation, no, you know, trying to get comfortable and cozy really, really quickly. It was just very casual. And that's all we did for those first three weeks, just talk to each other about literally nothing. And by talk, I mean, I would talk and he would just listen to me talking about absolutely nothing. So when he asked me to go on like a date, I was confused as hell. I was like, you wanna go on like a date date? And he was like, yeah. I said, okay, what do you wanna do? And he was like, we can just go downtown or whatever. Um, and no, nah, that was afterward, afterward we said Panera. That was, that was, that, what are you talking about? That was afterward. Well, said, the first time you asked me to hang out, we went to Bicentennial, you walked around there for a minute. I'm not talking about, I'm talking about we went downtown. We walked around a little bit, went to that one blue spot off in Printer's Alley. That was that was that was a different night. No, was it? Yeah, well, could we sit in front of? Uh, yeah, we did. Because you asked me, you said, "Why aren't you in a relationship?" And I was like, "Cause I don't think I'm any good at them." And you was like, "I don't believe that." And I was like, "Well, that's what I've been told." And I can't remember what the rest of the conversation was, but that's that was not because that night you had dressed up. Yeah. And I know the night that we went to Panera Bread, we had. We played pool. We, we the first place pool. we went to, we played pool four games. That was that's two different nights. Okay, what what are you talking about? Then? <laughs> I'm talking about when we actually sat and talked for like the most of the night right there at Panera Bread. Am I 
Yes, you are. Are you sure? Yeah, because the night. Cause I remember that first that night, night. Very, that very night, vividly. That night that you talking about when we went everywhere, we bar hopped. We didn't bar hop. We, we was... did. We bar hopped and we saw this dude with the bull hat, and he gave it to me for a little minute. You remember that little blue hat? We we took a picture. He was like, I gotta take a picture. I look. That was Halloween, Harry. That was Halloween the year after. Actually, yeah, yeah, that was Halloween the following year. That first, do you? But we went to Printers Alley and we didn't sit right there. We went straight. No, we didn't sit in Printers Alley. We went to Printers Alley. No, I'm talking about we didn't sit right there at Panera. We went to Printers Alley and after Printers Alley, we went to the Walking Bridge. And that's when you said, can I be spontaneous? That was after we went to Jason Aldean's and I got kind of sort of drunk and was trying to dance and I couldn't really do it. Yeah. And then I was like, yeah. And then you was like, what? And I repeated myself and you was like, I don't know what that means. <laughs> oh, God. I'll kiss you for the first time. I kissed him. Oh. And the first thought that popped into my head was like, my hands are really, really soft. And I was just like, that was, I probably should have did that. After that, because you didn't do it, you just kind of stared at me. And, I was confused. Yeah, it's okay. <laughs> and then we went to Subway and was laughing at each other for like another hour. It was like two o'clock when I finally got home that night, and I had to be up at eight a.m. the next day to go and on the that. You know what? That brings me to my next song. I haven't even said my first one yet. You haven't? No. Go ahead. <laughs> okay. So really, really quickly, and I thought of another song too, which isn't. Pertaining to us, but it's more pertaining to y'all. Um, video games by Lana Del Rey, which isn't the most romantic song in the world, but I think it best describes our relationship in a nutshell. Yeah. She starts off swinging in the backyard, pull up in your fast car, whistling my name. You are obsessed. With cars and automotives in every aspect and detail. So that's something that you would do. Open up a beer. You say get over here and play your video game. Two more things that I associate with you. Because you like to drink beer and you like to play video games. Um, I'm in his favorite sundress. Watching me get undressed to my body downtown. Which just sounds like some 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 sexy shit. But okay. Come on now. Keep it together. We're, we're in company here. Okay. Uh, and then the second verse, the, the part of the second verse that really sealed the deal. Um, he holds me in his big arms, watching all our friends fall. This is what I think. No, I said that wrong. He, I can't remember what you said. You said like, <laughs> oh God, I can't remember. But the, the second part of it is... Um, can't even think of the goddamn. Think of love. Yeah, this is what I think of love. I, I'm I'm butchering these lyrics like hell. Oh, he holds me in his big arms. Now watching, I'm drunk and seeing, seeing stars. stars. This is what I think of watching all our friends fall in and out of love. Pause. This is my idea of fun. That's what she says, which I believe is a quote from the Swan Princess or something like that. Um, it's a song. It's a song called "This Is My Idea." The prince is going back and forth. Why do you keep putting on these weird ass? They keep playing back to back. Anyway, so that that song, and then then of course the chorus absolutely solidifies it. Um, it's you. It's you. It's all for you. Everything I do, I tell you all the time. 
Heaven is a place on earth with you. Tell me all the things you want to do. I heard that you like the bad girls, honey. Is that true? It's better than I ever even knew. Oh my God. <laughs> it's better than I ever even knew. They say that the world was meant for two. Only worth living if somebody is loving you. Well, baby, now you do. And I'm just like, yeah. I, like I can get you with that. So. Yeah, I can, I can that. And I got, a, I got a piano version for his ringtone. And whenever my nieces hear it, they're like, why are you playing that creepy ass? They don't say that. But <laughs> why is that song so scary? And I'm like, that's just Harry calling me. And they was like, you need to. That's a scary ringtone for Harry. And it's just like, you don't know what it means, but it's okay. Like, there's meaning behind it. It's, it's, it's a lot. And it is a little spooky, but it's. Sorry, in a nutshell. Okay, before I dive into the second song that I thought of, yeah, we did, which we weren't supposed to for the record, but it just ended up bringing out that way. Okay, what was the second song that you wanted to talk about? So, this is what I proposed to you two. I love that song actually. It's so, it's so cute. Oh my god, you want to tell her? So, because this was elaborate. When I was talking to you, I'm sorry, when I was talking to you earlier about Uh him not being good at being discreet, but when he is, it's Astronomical. This was one of those astronomical ass moments. Go ahead. Um, it's is the Kevin Gates say it twice, and it's more of him saying, "You said it's like that um, music soul child song." Um, love. No, not teach me how to love. Half crazy. No, it's the one that's uh, half crazy. Uh, he was talking about um. I don't remember, it's okay. but I, I feel like him saying, him in, introducing himself and saying, hey, how you doing? My name is what I, whatever. I was trying to tell you hello. I didn't mean to interrupt you, but it's something that I felt when I saw you. So when I first asked you for your number, I wasn't. It was just... I like how you smiled at me and responded. I just liked it. And it's like, all right, so I just got to have a relationship. She's going to be somebody I can chill with. Hey, what's your number? How you doing? <laughs> I'm not trying to be a person that burdens you. If you say no, I'm going to walk away. And I ain't even going to get mad. And like, at that moment, I didn't have anything to lose. So I said, fuck it. What's the worst that can happen? And, and gave you my number. That was awful. But here we are five years later, man, with the baby. So, I mean, it must have worked out pretty good. For the most part. And then he, he go on to say, you you, you can give your, kid, your friends your keys. Tell them that you're in Allstate. You're, you would all stay. Tell them that you're, you're in your hands. hands. Tell them that you want to feel alive. <laughs> And that you're willing to give your heart a chance. That's it's so just like, cute. even though adorable. after a few weeks that we were talking, she was telling them, hey, I'm with this guy. But after that, after we started meeting up, you started doing less of that. Mm-hmm. Like, your family know who you is. Yeah. Just know I'm cool. I mean, they didn't know you, but they knew that I was with somebody. And as far as my cousins... When we all hung out that one time, they kind of let us kind of separate and do our own thing. They would just on standby, and they only did that for maybe two or three nights. And after that, it was just you and me for um, the duration. Which they said it to me. You were talking his ear off. He ain't talking to you yet. I said, I guess not, man. He's just 
He's just listening. I don't know what it is. I think I'm talking too much. And they was like, yeah, you kind of are. Uh, um, I guess. And there's another Kevin Gates song. He was talking about that. He, he said something based on lines that I'm not a talker, but I listen to you. I don't drink champagne, but I sip this lean and hear you speak. He's such a... He's a fucking marshmallow. <laughs> Kevin Gates is a motherfucking like, marshmallow. Yeah, I, I drink lean, him? but I would sit down and rub your feet. Yeah, he, he really do be saying shit like that, though. That's the crazy thing. Like, you don't think that who he is would resonate with something like that, but then, like, actually looking at the words, it's like, oh, oh, shit. He's okay. soft Aww. as hell. He's soft that's as hell. Hey, that's, that's, that's a, that's a, it's a song called Stroker. Good Lord. And, hey, hey, it's, it's more, he's talking about kissing your shoulders, holding close, and sitting with you for a long time. That's not where I thought that was going. See, that's nice. But that's not most of the song. That's just part of it. You figured that out? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, and again, it kind of goes to show you to not judge so quickly because when you think of a nigga like Kevin Gage, you're not thinking of no marshmallow shit. No. You're not thinking of no soft, intimate, sweet, passionate shit. And he got a couple songs like that, sure. Um, but it's not his. Reputation. There's no, this is gonna be nasty every other weekend. Like he, he's a nasty ass dude, but he's a marshmallow on the inside. Um, the second song that I thought of, and this is when you two of you was talking, uh, Cupid Choco by Gym Class Heroes. What the fuck? Are you don't, don't, with? hold on. <laughs> no, no, no. I don't know a word. That song, I never heard of it. I, I I know it by heart, so you don't have to worry. Um, I, I was obsessed with the song in eighth grade, <laughs> and uh, I became a humongous fan of Gym Class Heroes after that. And I love Gym Class Heroes, but I, um, I used to. Used to? I don't. Uh, something. Oh, uh, oh this uh, is my song. Shut the goddamn door. That down. is that. Stop! 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 That's Panic at the Disco. Oh, okay, never mind. And that is I Write Sins, Not Tragedies. I thought that was my gym class here. My bad, um, listeners of... No, you gonna get chewed out. You gonna get chewed out for sure, because that was I, definitely Panic at the Disco. I, Man, look, the I know exactly what you're I am a gangster. Okay, I it's, do not listen to this shit. It's okay, you don't have it's to. A, it's a good song. I, I used to listen to that song all the time. It's the, it's the third verse, specifically. Um, she's got a smile that'll make the most senile, annoying old man bite his tongue. She's got eyes comparable to sunrise, and it doesn't stop there. Damn. She's got porcelain skin. Of course she's in tin, mm. and now she's even got her own song. She's got the cutest laugh I've ever heard, and we can be on the phone for three hours, not saying one word, and I would still cherish every moment. And when I start to build my future, she's the main component. Call it dumb, call it luck, call it love, or whatever you call it. But everywhere I go, I keep a picture in my wallet. Like, take a look at my girlfriend. Basically, yes. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's why, and when you was talking, that verse popped into my head. And that's, I said, that's, that's I mean, it right that's, there. That's accurate. That's, that actually did happen for a while. I, I think I, did I, I gave you a wallet picture. Oh, my God. Did you give me a wallet Holy shit! You gave her a wallet picture. That's so cute. That is adorable. But um, that's why I said it's weird being 
in the relationship doing the adorable shit that you see. Y'all are adorable all the time, though. Like, it's, it, it, it doesn't it's stop. Weird. No, it doesn't. <laughs> no, she was like, oh, yeah, I'm a dog. I'm a genius. You're, you're a marshmallow. You're a marshmallow. You're a whole self. But it's okay because I said Man, we are gangsters. You're, 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 you're a marshmallow, bro. You're a marshmallow. You're a marshmallow. Say it with a gun in my hand. I'm, you're a marshmallow. What the fuck do you mean? Like, <laughs> I, was saying again. I was right. That doesn't change anything. You're a marshmallow. It's one of those. He things. has a gun. That's a bad Okay, he's and a, you want to see this? He's a, he's a roasted marshmallow. How about that? You want a gun too? I mean, I'm soft on the inside, but a little bit hard in the middle. Yeah. In the middle, and, and you're and you're crusty on the outside, but it's just... <laughs> I'm sorry, I mean, no, it's, a, it's a you're a roasted look. This is why y'all y'all are like me and Tasha are like, and, and at this point, the relations are parallel. We, at, we've at established point. that at this point, but but looking at the the lyrics in that verse, I, I 100% understand why you why you said that. What the hell is wrong with you? She always talking about, oh, I'm a G, I'm a gangster. No, you're not, bro. You can be like that to everyone else in the world. Literally everybody but me. But to your wife, you're a marshmallow. All I gotta do is pout, and that's it. You can. We can can wrap this up. Was there any other songs that come to mind when you think about your wife? Um, The one that we... Talked about with, with yeah, but, no, not that <laughs> I mean, yes, that one too, but no, the main one that we were talking about was Snow in the School for You. Yeah, I pulled up the lyrics because one of the things I asked because when we met on Bubble, I was like, okay, let's just go ahead and get that color and all that shit out the way. No, I put that, that in my bio, I put that in my yeah, bio because yeah, I was you tired. You said your favorite color is yellow, down so you I put in my bio so you don't have to ask my favorite color is yellow because I was like, I'm tired. Your of, favorite color is yellow, it was at the time, now it's orange, but <laughs> it's orange, it's like the sunset orange, not like the neon, like bright shit. But anyway, okay, um, I'm sorry, no, it's okay. Um, initially, because I was like, I'm tired of having to start over and not going anywhere. Like, I'm I'm sick of this. Like, yeah. what's your favorite color type shit? Like, I, I'm over this. Like, you read it right here. Here's my favorite color. And if you ask me that question, then I know that you weren't paying attention. So I know that this is not worth my time. Okay. Her favorite color at the time was also yellow. So we ended up having. Oh a my fucking about it. But, god! But <laughs> my favorite flower was sunflowers, and so was mine. Oh my goodness! And gracious. so initially, excuse me. Most of my past relationships, I have not been able to actually talk about my feelings. Like, it was mostly, like, surface level. Like, the partner that I had didn't actually give a shit about me. They cared about what I was doing for them, and that was basically Preach. it. Right. That's more of Pretty much. But <laughs> this relationship and us actually talking. Why am I speaking bad against men? Because men ain't shit, and you, you know, know it. Too. You know. You know. <laughs> You know that some men ain't shit. You I know mean, that. It's it's just the truth. You it it is. There are there are some niggas that just be niggas. You, you, you are you are a different breed. You, you just, do not count. No, I know me. Even one of my even my my guy best friend, he literally would tell me all the time, like, yeah, like whenever you talk shit about me and I will wholeheartedly agree with you. I mean I Hey, you know how men think, you know how they act, you know how they navigate. Some of your best friends fit these descriptions. Well, so you know. I ain't gonna lie, my nigga Boogie, he with the bullshit. He can't speak about oh that bitch fat. I, I fuck the shot out of son Okay, hey, 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 hey. But when it comes No, to I'm it, not trying to hear that. But when it comes down to it, that nigga is not doing that shit. 
And, and, and you know what? I noticed yeah, that I don't be talking about it. I'd be like, damn, she bad. I'll fuck the shit out of her. But I would never walk in her direction. It's just like talking shit type of thing. That's, exactly. what, that's you know, what niggas that's, do, that's apparently. Me. But anyway. Anyway. In this case. <laughs> um, in the case of. This, <laughs> this is not hard. <laughs> but this was the first time even... I'd say not even a full week after knowing each other, I felt comfortable opening up and being like, I'm having a really anxious day. Like, I'm not okay right now. Like, just letting you know, like, I'm not really in a good headspace. At this point, I'm scared because... I was terrified. No, because you... Uh, oh yeah the very first time we ever heard each other's voices so was when my dorm like, room flooded she called me what's up my dorm is just water is just everywhere. why did you call her first yeah. i didn't know who else to call <laughs> I, I was panicking like but it, it, I didn't it was know who else to no call. it was because of this conversation the text conversation where i texted and i was like hey like i'm really anxious right now i'm not like doing well like it's just been a lot of shit going on she texted me back and sent me the like slow down like reverb version of this song and it starts out it's something about you that's so familiar something that's got me wanting to know you i can't put my finger on it but it feels like i've been here before something about me that makes me wonder i swear i met you but you're a stranger can't put my finger on quite what it is but i've been here before i feel like we've met each other before. and and we say I that all the time feel that from the very at this point i wouldn't be surprised i mean we've only been together for two years like what, We've uh, been married for one another for two years. I don't know what I've, I've done in my life, current life, but I'm glad that I've done it with you. you. As well as that, I hope that multiple, if not all, of my past lives, I had you. That's the cutest gay shit I've ever heard about. <laughs> we we talk about all the time about our next lives. That's like, the cutest gay shit. Early is not next life. No, cause like I swear to God, if I have to do this shit again in the next life, I'm gonna like be on everybody's ass. Fuck this shit, bro. You wouldn't but, even know it, but no. But in in that case, it's like that that moment of her sending me that song and me being able to listen to that, and I actually did listen to it, and it actually genuinely did help me calm down. So when everything, I'm just gonna keep talking. When everything happened with my dorm, I didn't know what to do like I, I didn't and and knowing that she was somebody that I could genuinely go to that was actually going to be there to support me and listen to me be upset bless me Jesus you try to talk so high about your fucking spouse and then they do some dumb shit no, like, that's, that's, look, that's, that's why I we're married but anyway all of that to say uh uh yeah y'all just go you too can wait, 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 before i go oh, uh, I, got one, I got one more song too oh my god what is it it's uh actually it's lana del rey and asap rocket that's group right. love can, can you explain to me why it's more when i met you you was out in the studio and shit I felt like I'd be that nigga in the stage singing word for word like a hype man. So you'd be the biggest fan. Yeah. You low key are my biggest fan. I mean, I I liked it. You're adorable. She's Janisha's my first guess. Whatever you want to be called. One more song is called Love Song. No. 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 We're not. I'm not playing this game with you. I, I don't want to give you the wrong impression. I need <laughs> Walk away. 
boy. I'm about to say, oh God. You can prevent forest fires. I'm so sick. Every time. Anyway, all of that to say that I knew at that moment when my dorm, like my entire bottom half of my townhouse flooded. Like all the way to from the from the back door in the kitchen to the front door, everything was like that. Sounds away. terribly inconvenient. It was everything. All of our downstairs furniture, all of our dishes that we had in the cabinets, everything had like water damage. Like it was it it was bad. And so after that, I mean, okay, to put into context, the ex, my ex that I was with right before I was with my wife. I don't know what she wants to be right. I guess. Um. The one of the first conversations that we had where I tried to be open about my feelings and I told him I was like, I'm having a really bad day, like I'm really anxious, whatever. His response and her response to two totally different things. His yeah. response was, Damn, that sucks. Hers was, here's a song, like this usually helps me. Like, you know, is there anything you want to talk about? Like it was actually like genuinely being concerned yeah. with my feelings. So knowing that I had support in that way, I felt like I could call and we actually sat on the phone for like two hours and she was able to help you through that whole hey my apartment's flooded literally situation mind what mind you while being like hours away so you know it was that whole thing but we ended up circumstantially moving in together with three weeks later we ended up engaged four months later we got married a year after we met on 222 22 and then oh y'all anniversary's coming up Mm mm-hmm so so we're almost at a year now and like i told you there was a lot that we had to go through in terms of do we stay together do we not are you sabotaging this am i sabotaging this we both sabotaging at the same time you're both doing it basically and and it took a process of us trying to figure that out but music helped a lot in terms of of figuring all of that out and shit but but yeah like it, it it took a lot but that song of feeling like I've known you before and all of that like the way that we talk and communicate and just the way that we are with each other it feels like we've been together no you two are very much in sync on like a deeper mental spiritual and emotional level but the reason why I was like okay I'm freaking out is because (laughs) when you said you put it in your bumper profile my favorite color is yellow so don't even bother asking Mm -hmm. and then she was like oh my favorite color is yellow too tell me why that was literally our first conversation mm-hmm. when we met in the gyro <laughs> shop he the i remember this day so vividly because yep. it was a regular ass work day exactly and then i go into my favorite restaurant and order my usual food and i'm about to pay and walk out the door there's nobody else in there he walks in first thing he says to me was did that hurt referring to the industrial piercing that i had that mm-hmm. i no longer have for uh no particular reason um First thing I say to him after that, he had his name tag on. I said, what does the B stand for? And he told me what his last name was. And then he asked me for my phone number. He pulled out his phone. His phone case is purple. I said, oh, you got a purple phone case? Like, question mark? Because yeah. I don't ever see dudes with a purple phone case. Right. And he was like, yeah, it's my favorite color. I said, really? It's my favorite color, too. And I gave him my number. And I walked out of the restaurant. And I, so I just think that's incredibly. Because our relationships are Beyond parallel. parallel, it's it's kind of it's it's terrifying is what it is. <laughs> um, especially seeing is how well he knew that he was probably, and this is between you and me. Um, he it took him three weeks to fall in love with me. I, I feel like after that, 
first date, it was over with him. He started saying, like, is it okay if I call you my girlfriend? Or if I, if I, if they said, is it okay if I just say that you and me are together? Right. And, and stuff like that. And I was like, yeah, that's fine. I really don't care. We we um, started the whole, like, bae, baby thing. Yeah, he was, he was real quick with that. Like, two days. Like, he and, and me, I'm not self-sabotaging, but I'm telling myself, it's too fast. You're moving too soon. You just got out of a toxic ass me. relationship with a narcissistic ass nigga who also really me. didn't give a fuck about you. Also me. <laughs> so you really need to slow the fuck down. This is what I'm telling myself. Mm-hmm. Three months, I said, you know what? Fuck it. Let's just see what happens. Like, let's just see, like, what, let's happens. Just see what happens. And that's kind of the point. I mean, at this point, it sounds like that's the point that all of us were at. Of yeah. Just kind of like being like, I mean, we've we've been through some shit, but like. If I can get happiness out of it, you know, let's see what happens. In it, it and at the very least, you'll, you'll get a good time. At Pretty it. much. Like, so, you know. Because, like I said, I had nothing to lose. It was just like, fuck it, what's the worst thing? If he can kill me, that's the worst thing I got to worry about. Like, it didn't even matter at that point. Like, yeah, I didn't I even like, care. I was like, eh, I mean, you know, it is what it is. Like, the very first day that we met in person, I drove in the ice and snow to go and pick her up and she was freaking out the whole time i was freaking out the whole time we hung out and i took her back turns out her sister thought she was spending the night at my house and i was like bro so you could have stayed she's like damn it worked out the way that it worked out for a reason everything happens for you know its purpose and blah blah and whatever the fuck yeah i mean and i and i and i know that's cliche but i do believe that that's how the universe works like because what are the odds that the two of y'all had just declared I'm single for life and then y'all meet each other very But I didn't explain how she ended up in Memphis. Her birthday was a week before Valentine's Day when we met. Yeah. She was in Nashville, had a shitty ass birthday, and decided to come down and be with her family. Huge ass snowstorm. Giant ass snowstorm. It never fucking snows. It never (laughs) snows like that. Ever. But it's what year was this? This was 21. Okay, yeah. I so that. it never snows like that. Damn, that was two years ago. That's weird. But it, it never sticks. It never stays more than maybe a day, day yeah. and a half. It stayed for a solid week. Yeah. So that was the only reason that she was even still in town. And we accidentally met. Everything happened the way that it did because she got stuck in Memphis. And yeah. that was it. So looking back, like I said, like we had Frank who ended up taking me to her apartment and then take us back from our date to us hearing our song, the Tennessee. We heard Tennessee Whiskey at some bar. Tennessee we went to. Whiskey. We went to a bar and it was like one of the first songs that they played when we got in there. Okay. And the day that we got married, we ended up going to get our marriage license notarized. That just so happened to be like we literally picked the closest UPS to where we were. Just so happened to be right next to the restaurant that we were at the night that I decided that I was staying in Nashville, which led to us even getting engaged in the first place. Just to walk down the street in the rain to our now favorite restaurant to get into the Uber to go home and hear Tennessee Whiskey on the station. And that was one of the songs that we heard on our very first date. Like all of the things connected and all the Yeah, this that's definitely not a coincidence. Like it it was it was too much at that point to be like, okay. You could literally and you said you're doing this, but you could literally write the cheesiest, corniest gayest love story about y'all's life and it could be 100% true and nobody would believe that shit. No, not at all. Like, what are the odds? People don't believe it when we tell it. They're like, oh my god, you're so cute. And I'm like, this is literally my life. Like, I'm No, it's adorable. It is. And I I, am very, very grateful for it 100%. And it's a lot of times that there's a lot of shit going on and 
you know, like I said, self-tabbing, self-goddamn. To let up. It's been a lot of shit, but we made it through and we're still together. And, and at this point, the, it ain't going nowhere. So, you know, here yeah, we are. That's what well, this was one hell of a conversation. Nice. Shout out to our significant others for being their goofy selves and just doing a lot of <laughs> silly ass shit. The two of them are two peas in a pie. I'm not going to say they cut from the same cloth, but them, them niggas is... <laughs> The niggas is they, they share the same spirit for sure. The niggas is niggering. They really are. But this was a fantastic conversation. Uh, to the rest of the world, have a fantastic rest of the week. Happy Valentine's Day for those who are um, content. And if you're not, I hope you find the contentment. I'm not going to say happiness because happiness comes and goes. But if you're content, you pretty much. You'll be all right. You'll, yeah, you'll, you'll be okay. But until next time. Have a good night. Day. <laughs>